previously on the Like It Is Show. And this is where we really talk about the star of the show. The the real the big the reason why we all watch the show. Um, Carl Weathers. Uh, actually, no, I'm not that guy. Um, I still don't know his name. How are we gonna talk about Mandalorian? I forgot Carl Weathers' real name. And most people don't even know who Carl Weathers is. So when they say this, like, who the fuck is Carl Weathers? It's the all right, the black guy. You said Carl Weathers' real name. Yeah, I don't know his name in the show. Yeah, but his, his real grief, name is Carl Weathers. His real name is his name. His real name is Carl Weathers, but I think his name on the show is Queef. Queef Rega or Rega Queef? 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 Sorry, definitely not Queef. <laughs> Why are you showing me a phone? You show me what they eat? Oh, you you put Carl Weathers Lando. <laughs> Carl Weathers was not Lando. I didn't put Carl Weathers Lando. Yes, that you, was the it's on, thing. Carl, you typed in Carl Weathers Lando oh, on. That shit didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other black. You're racist. You know there's two different black people, right? No, Billy I Billy D. Williams and Carl Weathers I are two different people. I put Lando. I put Carl Weathers in and out. Was looking at you and this I'm is pregnant. embarrassing display. You're supposed to be providing top notch research I on clicked, the show. Oh, this is what I meant to click on. What's up, everybody? Hannibal here, and welcome to the Like It Is podcast. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you want to keep up with me on the IG, Hannibal Kings, on Instagram, and the Facebook page, Like It Is podcast, where every once in a while I will post something, maybe, hopefully, funny. Uh, but, you know, thank you for taking the time to listen. And we're going to go into another really personal episode. Um, first off, thanks to Carla for the last episode talking about the witcher it was pretty fun and i'm back solo now to talk about a very personal personal thing and it's about my love life and my relationships and what you know what makes me different than i guess most people right that was abrupt i gotta get a better way to seamlessly uh lower the volume for that sh- for the intro but anywho i am trying Oh, I'm in the process of becoming an ethical slut. I guess we'll let that sink in there. I'm in the process of becoming an ethical slut. What does that mean? Well, I will tell you that I am, for many years, uh, before it became hot, I participate in open relationships. I have uh, what we call primary partner and don't worry, we'll go through a little bit of these terms um, as I am also talking about a really good book that I've read called The Ethical Slut. That's the reason why I use that term. And I I came across, I guess, the idea of open relationships. I don't remember where I got it from originally. Now, this is I've been doing ver- various, uh, I guess, relationships of that sort for over, I guess, 10 years. Um, but... I don't know where I got it from, to be honest. I just talked, you know, talked to the, you know, we call it my partner, right? And just, I guess I just ran down all these different things. That I thought like, hey, does it make sense to only have one person in your life? Is it possible to have more than one person that you care about? Or even just one person that you could have fun with uh, intimately? And I'll tell you, in the beginning, 
or definitely in the beginning, it, it was not, uh, it was definitely not done properly, especially according to the book. And the book I read uh, last week was called The Ethical Slut. And it's kind of like a guide on how to have open relationships, how to do them ethically, how to do them without causing any problems, or at least able to handle the problems that they, that may come up. It's very, very interesting. And, and, and it's interesting just to tell people about you, you know, when I say, hey, I'm, I, yeah, I'm an open relationship. I have a primary partner. And it's, it could turn people off really quickly, especially if they're not interested. Uh, they come across offend, offended at, at one point where you tell them, like, hey, yeah, this is what I'm doing. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Uh, why, you? why one person is not enough for you? What's wrong with the person you're with? And a lot of the questions come because, Unfortunately, we are in a society that has a set traditional ways of living. And anytime someone goes against that, it becomes very uncomfortable, especially if you feel that there's only a relationship for one person with another person. And anything that uh, goes against that or is a different direction, it seems to be a negative and it could turn it could turn people off. But I will tell you, you know, about my back in my day when I first started, right, with my partner, I said, hey, let's try this out. And she's in the loop. But I, when I was doing this, you know, I was doing this in my 20s, I was not following any kind of terms of like communication, transparency, honesty. Like I was a sack of shit in my 20s. You know, some some of my friends knew, like, you know, if I if I am, you know, we are intimate or having an open, open thing, casual thing. They were, they were new. They knew what was going on, but I'll be honest. There were some people that, you know, I may not necessarily outright lied and said, Hey, I'm, I have a partner or I, I have a relationship already somewhere. I was, you know, I was being a piece of shit. I was, I was, I was basically being coy. I was basically like, if I was a CIA agent, I was probably a pretty good one. I was able to not answer the question directly. And again, when you when you're in your twenties and you're a man, you like you just everything, all your decisions are made by your penis. Your penis is making all of these decisions for you. And your penis is not very they're not very it's not very intelligent trying to get the immediate satisfaction. And you can wind up just making a lot of problems for yourself, trying to figure out what tale did I told to who. So as of late, I don't do that anymore. Um, it's just exhausting. I'd say I already, you know, from whatever dating profile I have up, wherever it is, this is what I, this is what I got. This is, that sounds like I have an STD. Like I got, I got, I got herpes. Just let you know now. But no, <laughs> the idea that I say, Hey, listen, I have a primary relationship. I'm interested in friends and open stuff like that. Letting it, you know, letting you know, if you're not interested, totally cool. If you are, all right, we can move on from there. And that just weeds out anyone that's not interested because so many people are totally not interested in this, um, which is funny because most of you guys cheat. Like, <laughs> everyone's fucking everybody. So it's already happening. It's just we are, we just like to have the, the mask, the guys, we want the smoke screen of, well, everyone is in loyal, and this is quotation of, loyal relationships where no one's cheating and everyone's just super, super uh, honest with each other. And that's not true. Um, I mean, come on, let's be honest. You have, you have friends. You know one friend right now 
you probably know. You know more than one friend right now that's cheating on their partner. You already know that. You already know. Um, but we tend to, you know, label, you know, all men are terrible or, you know, or all women are conniving, whatever. Like we have all these extremes, you know, like, you know, men are ve- get get the most blame because our our bodies, our mind, our biochemistry is made or created to fuck as much as possible. And as much people as possible. You can't cheat biology. And I know that there's many people who think they can or they think, well, people are just greedy and terrible. People were human beings, we're animals. And we kind of move away from that. I understand that we're able to create things and we're able to up walk upright and and have this evolved sense of being. But I tell you, we're still animals here, right? And men get the most flack because, you know, men are looking to conquer whatever, whatever. But if you really know your women, women cheat on the same clip. Um, they're just really good at hiding it. They're really good at They can pretend to be victims. And we still have their one guy that they, you know, they pick. So they're not, they know how to pick them. They know how to pick them right. They don't pick the ones who are loud and stupid. They pick the ones like if they do something that they're not going to get in trouble for. Men, we just fuck anybody and then let the chips fall where they may. I mean, I think that's basically that's basically what a dick is saying. Your penis is saying, like, hey, dude, let's just try it. Let's see what happens. Like, you know, what's the worst can happen? And the problem is the worst can, can happen if you watch any show on ID or any kind of uh Netflix have Netflix has so many and Hulu has so many relationship uh you know shows where and I mean it's basically murder shows that's based on relationships. Something goes wrong, someone gets jealous, and someone gets killed. Definitely. Like, that's that's what the base of all these shows is about. One of the really interesting shows on Netflix is Deadly Obsessions. Uh, but it's a laundry list of uh, shows out there that basically shows, like, what happens when a relationship just goes terribly, terribly wrong. And people start trying to kill each other. However, this book um, is pretty, you know, I think I would recommend it even if you're not interested in the open relationship lifestyle or poly lifestyle, whatever you call it. There's so much going on. There's so much to understand that is not just all about sex and orgies and having, you know, as much partners as possible. Obviously, it's a part of it. I mean, there's a like if you want if you're interested in proper orgy etiquette, read this book. It kind of breaks down how to handle yourself in a sex party or orgy. I mean, let's be honest. Most of us do not attend these events and there's a certain way of going about yourself and you got to know what's the ins and outs. You know, if there's a couple already engaging in sex, how do you just join in? Do you think you just walk up and just start, you know, tapping a shoulder? Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, madam. Can I have some sex, please? No, probably that's not going to work. But this, the book has like very fundamental um, important lessons that everyone should really take a chance or take a moment to read and understand. So like, and pretty stuff, stuff that you already know, but, um, I think the book has a really good, um, way of illustrating each point. But what I got out of the book was at least the very first thing that's the most important is having good communication skills with your partner or partners, wherever you want, you know, you have to talk. There's no way you can be able to figure this shit out on your own without communicating, completely and fully to the partner. You can't try to find ways to manipulate the situation to try to either save yourself pain or try to save your partner's pain. Eventually it'll come to light and then you'll just go to get, uh, you're just going to have a bad time. Right. Um, just, you know, I, I equate 
you know, if you have a partner or two partners or whatever the, the arrangement is, it's a game of basketball, right? And we all understand the rules, the basic rules of basketball. But the problem is that now we're, we have a different variation of basketball because we have open and poly relationships. So if all the partners of the game uh, know exactly what's going on in the new game, the new way we're playing basketball, then they'll, all right, the game should be fine. We all know the rules. You know, same thing like Uno. Not everyone plays Uno the same, right? We all have house rules. We all have different rules. But if you play a game of basketball and one of the partners is not shooting the ball in the basket but throwing the ball at your face like dodgeball and you were not prepared for that, something broke down. There was some kind of miscommunication error, right? Same thing with the game of Uno. If we're all playing a game of Uno and you put down a draw four, the other person takes the entire deck and throws it in your face or takes the deck, stick it up their ass, Obviously, something went wrong in this relationship. Like, the communication broke down. Or the person could be crazy. But definitely, the communication broke down. The second thing that I uh, um, got from this book was being honest with your partner, obviously. But most importantly, with yourself. Most people probably should not partake in having an open relationship or poly, whatever you want to call it. It is something that takes a lot of maturity takes a lot of self-awareness and you can't just expect to have everything go your way now if you have problems already in one-on-one relationships you may want to you, you know it'd be difficult to try to put someone else in your, in your bullshit and your nonsense that if you're not able to be honest and say hey this is bothering me or this is a concern and you keep it to yourself and you secretly re resent them and it just, get, it just gets darker and darker and darker. Then it probably becomes a deadly obsession type of shit. So you definitely want to be completely honest and with yourself. If something's bothering you, it doesn't really matter if you're in an open relationship or a closed relationship. You got to be able to communicate. And most of us cannot communicate. I think maybe it's just too much internet play. It's too much uh, on the Twitter, on the tweets, that we can't talk and articulate our thoughts. I don't know. But it's definitely an issue, regardless of what kind of relationship you're in, being honest is something that just does not happen. And it has, and that's the thing interesting about having, um, if you are participating in this kind of relationship, the, the label, the ability to, of the skills need to be even higher than a regular relationship because you're dealing obviously with multiple people with all different kinds of expectations and wants and needs. And that has to be articulated very clearly or the shit is not going to work because, you know, one partner may have a certain set of rules another set of partner or your other partner may have a whole different set of rules and that all has to work. So, you know, that term woke people are in these relationships are the maximum wokeness. Cause there's no way you can do this. Like you can do this the regular way. Like most men do, or not most, I'll say, I won't say most men that men do where they just have multiple girls they're messing around with. Trust me. They're just stressed the fuck out because there's no, there's no honesty. There's no communication. He's being a CIA agent trying to balance all this shit while he's trying to get what he wants. And you're going to have a bad time. You're just, you know, you're just going to have a bad time. Um, the third one, and this is pretty, you know, this kind of like makes, this makes a lot of sense. If you have, you have to, you know, you want to say something, you, you're going to bring up something. You want to try to say in the most constructive way possible where you are thinking about the thoughts of the other person, you, you're, you're, thinking about them you you have you know, your 
your ideas or at least you you are looking at it from their perspective as well. That's just effective communication, effective relationship building. And and it's something that we don't do enough, obviously. We when we have a problem with our partner or our relationship, whoever you're talking to, it 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 goes basically as you did this to me and you got to fucking fix it. Whether it but it's the problem is that it's not based on any solution and it's not solution oriented, you know? Uh, that's always something that's going to be a big problem if you can't figure that out. And then um, the biggest one is don't feel like you have to do something. Don't feel any pressure. Like if you don't, you're not interested in, in this rage, arrangement or whatever the dynamic that's happening, you got to say something. If you don't say something, then who the fuck is going to know? And that's the thing too with some women that believe that men should just be mind readers and realize when something that they don't like, unfortunately no one can read minds and it's okay to bring something up. Hey, uh, if you, you know, let's say for instance that you have, you are in a relationship with, uh, this open relationship and you may feel like he is hanging out with another partner too long, longer than you, you know, in terms of you spend, you know, three days of the week, uh, with this person and you only spend one day, you have to able to talk about that and not feel pressure not to say anything, especially and I, I, the pressure thing is probably more of the sex acts. Again, I think a lot of people who think, oh, you're poly, that means just threesomes and orgies start falling out of the sky. Not necessarily. There's so many different types of relationships and boundaries are very important. You should be able to talk to your partner and say, hey, what's cool and what's not cool? You know, uh, you know, Communication style. Hey, if I text you, I, I expect a text back. Or, you know, if I text you, just give me a moment. Give me a few hours in between. Or, hey, uh, these are days I'm available. What days are you available? Let's set a, let's set something now. So that's, you know, and, and boundaries. Hey, uh, if we are going out, you can't, you know, I'm not interested in seeing your other partner. It's, it's just me and you tonight. Like, all those things are important. And, and again, no, most people cannot do this. But I think it's still interesting to check out. And I, I definitely, definitely uh, encourage you all to read that book, um, Ethical Slut. It's on um, Amazon. It's a it's a long read. Um, the, the stories do get a bit redundant, but it's still it's still a good read. It, it's a good guide that you want to explore this kind of lifestyle, um, but you want to be ethical. And you want to be able to sustain, you know, good relationships. You want to stay in your emotions. You don't want to go out and try to um, get yourself in more and more trouble. But it is a lot of self-reflection, right? For instance, most people who are not interested in this kind of lifestyle will say, I don't want to share. I don't want to share my man or my woman. I only want it for me. And that, and that kind of makes sense because that's where we, you know, you watch every movie, every movie and every TV show is based on that dynamic of one-on-one forever love. And there is no other person for me. And there's only one person in the world, like that kind of ideal. Right. And then also the idea if, if you didn't have an open relationship and the person went off and let's say they had sex with another person, you, you, you may take it as something has been taken away from you. Right. Something has been taken from me. So I have to react accordingly. And the f one of the um, interesting things the book uh, talked about was you may have to deal with your own inner conflicts. Like what's bothering you? Why do you feel that something's being taken from you? 
if the person uh, is in a relationship and they came back home to you or whatever whatever the issue is that the jealousy like what what is bothering you that the loss or the perceived loss makes you feel this way and a lot of it is self uh discovery self reflection and then also just on you know going back to honest communication you're trying to have a you know, you, 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 we have we have a very complicated life, right? We're trying to raise families. We're trying to get our shit together, careers, money. These tools that if you if you do take a look at the book, um, can help you in all those type of things. So I thought it was pretty interesting. A lot of stuff that I I knew that I knew that yeah, that's yeah, that's a good idea. I should do that, but you don't really really try to put it in practice. Um, you, you definitely should. It's a definitely a good book. Um, and I'm wondering the future, right? The future of our society is it possible that you know open relationships can become more mainstream most of the time for th- something to come mainstream it has to be like a tv show something or some kind of book something comes up in our pop culture that could kind of make it very you know make it acceptable right where, where you know what where do you have those i know they had one a few years ago, was it Big Love? I think it was on HBO. It, it's it, it, you got a little bit, you got a few shows here and there, but that's where it's gonna have to come up, like uh, Sister Wives, Big Love, something that its goals as mainstream as possible that could be on like NBC, which I don't know if they'll ever put that on, and make it and then show it in in a realistic form, not just everything goes well. Like there's conflict, like in any other relationship that will definitely make it more palatable where people are not freaked out by it, you know? But I got a bigger idea. How can we make it more interesting or at least more mainstream? And listen, you know you know what everyone loves? We all love fantasy and superhero movies. We need a superhero that is in an open relationship, okay? Now, don't ask me about what kind of superpowers the superhero? I don't know. I, I haven't thought about that yet, and I'm not that creative. But I think that would definitely be a real something that, yeah, like oh yeah, he, well this this superhero's you know he's able to do that, or well, she's able to do that. Yeah, it's not that big a deal, and it really isn't. We just got to get past those mental blocks. But if you haven't seen a relationship up close, it probably it's alien or foreign to you. So, you know, I definitely I definitely encourage again read the book. And, you know, let me know what you think. What do you think? Does it make sense? Is it full of shit? Um, you know, hit me up on Instagram. I have all, you know, I have open ears. Uh, I would like to hear everyone's opinion on this. And on that note, uh, you know, please stay warm out here. It is fucking freezing. It is so goddamn cold. I'm looking outside right now. And it's snowing. It is snowing. So life is terrible. But, <laughs> only is terrible, but. Thank you for taking the time to listen, guys, and I will talk to you guys later.